The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, and me, and advice show from the modern era. We usually come up with something to say at the beginning. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McRoy. <laughs> I'm your middlest brother, Travis McRoy. I'm your babyest brother, Griffin McRoy. Did you just tell everybody my th- what we won't do? My <laughs> thing for the beginning this week was a little bit of my brother, my brother, and me trivia. Okay. In that we normally come up with something to do at the beginning. Fun facts. Here's the thing we're not doing this week. Do you know why? Because we stayed up till like 2 a.m. watching the Pokemon Live musical. <laughs> that, uh... That is uh, that is true, Griffin. Um, okay, we're all sitting here recording. I'm going to paint a picture for everybody who can't see us right now. Justin's pointing furiously at Travis and the board. Just pointed to something up. Are we good? Uh, those levels look much uh, better to me. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if you're just tuning in, this is your second episode ever, and you listen to the Can't Lies episode, we curse a lot. Ooh, fuck. It feels so good <laughs> to be back in the fucking saddle. Uh, we had hundreds of people... Uh, who, six hundreds of listen, people. Listen, we had we had six hundreds of people who traveled from hundreds of miles away to see our show. Our wives are literally in the goddamn next room, and they cannot be bothered. They yeah. cannot be. Bo- they have a free. Wait, what do you want them to do? Stand in the I doorway want, and just watch us lovingly uh, bullshit at each other? I want them to pull up a couple of chairs, get some nog, and make it a real festive show. I, a, life, a lot, a personal intimate life. You know what? I could eBay that. A personal, intimate live show. Just you and your favorite brothers doing their comedy show. So intimate. I asked my wife to do a special Christmas hour special with us. And you know what she did? She gave me a middle finger and she made this noise. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm sure that our wives will be stopping in throughout this show to say hi. Come a family. Maybe sing some songs. Maybe you'll hear them laughing in the background. They're great jokes. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe that also might not happen. If you came to our our live show, thank you very much for for coming to Huntington. Uh, We hope you have fun. We hope we can do that again uh, next year. Maybe in a more... Acoustically treated building a little, and or room. A less century old building than that <laughs> building was. But the, the, the show, the audio for the recording was good. Yeah, but, it was good. But apparently some folks uh, listening had some troubles hearing. If that was you, we are we are sorry, but we hope... I'm not sorry. The magic wow. of being there uh, made up for it. I heard a lot of people say, there's an echo, guess what? You just got fucking two shows. That's two bonus shows. Two shows in one. And here's a little tidbit from us to you. There was echo on stage. So <laughs> try doing that at, at all. It is it is an idea. But it was great. It but was, it was great. great. It was Christmas a lot of fun. Miracle. It was Candle Candle Next year we want to have um, a, just a festival Candle Nights Festival, get every podcast in the world mm-hmm. to come to Huntington. And, and sing a song on stage. And sing a song on stage. I just want to be like Stephen Colbert for like a second. Mm-hmm. He can get like, like Bill de Blasio and like. Yeah. Like, um. That was the, that was the best thing that he had was Bill de Blasio. I literally, I cannot think of a single person that is fa- George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe he'd get GL. You think he'd get Lucas? What's he doing? 
other he's not than making that, that Fern Gully movie. We'll talk about this off mic. Well, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, we'll get Lucas. Get back to get, yeah, Lucas, if you're out there, get at me. When I'm dining out, specifically at restaurants with an Asian flair, I tend to prefer my food rather spicy. While I love the burn, spicy food usually makes my nose run. I know that by no means acceptable to blow your nose on a cloth napkin at a restaurant, but I can wipe my nose covertly without making any disgusting noises. Can I, mean, I wipe my they nose? They were saying can. They can weren't, I? They weren't bragging. <laughs> I can do it. Don't I, even act like don't I can't even, wipe my nose. Don't even try to spot me wiping my nose. You're going to miss it. I'm illusion. Did a ghost just fly across as f- Linda's face? It's from restaurant runs. Restaurant runs. Well, that's a different thing. <laughs> Man, oh, the spicy food is giving me the restaurant runs. Yeah, I mean, both. Why can't it be both? Uh, this is, I mean, what's your alternative? Just to let yourself have a leaky mess on your yeah. face? But this used to not be a thing because people used to have, like, handkerchiefs, like, on the ready, like, yeah. all the time for this. Because have- can you imagine being that restaurant employee that has cloth napkins and be like, oh, yeah, okay, Snotty McGee on two, and then we got Snotty Deborah on six. In, in Victorian days, you would have usually wood or ivory nose plug that you yeah. would put into your nostrils, and mm. that would help keep that... Sure. Ladies would sometimes decorate theirs with like sparrows or leaves and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, and they just pop it right, pop mm-hmm. that bad mama jamma right how, in there. That's how Krayshawn got her look. That's how Krayshawn's mm-hmm. look uh, was born. Do you guys ever think about old timey handkerchief days where it was just like a, a catch all for all of the plague that you had inside of your nasal cavities? And then when they get home and like take that bad boy out of their pocket, Whoa. how wouldn't you just? Uh, I would just. Uh. It's also not like they had their laundry game on point or no. anything. You know what I mean? They weren't no. throwing oxyclean in there. They never had off fresh handkerchief. Did they even have water? They probably did. No, water wasn't invented until 1922. Yeah, everyone was just super fucking thirsty, basically. No, they had Gatorade. (laughs) Oh. Just have a handkerchief with you that says, like, my spicy buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Just have it embroidered with the words my spicy buddy. And then when you get get really to business, everybody will be like, you got to drop it. You got to pull them out. Because, like, then they'll get excited about it. And they'll get excited to see you wipe your nose. And that's a hard hard needle to thread. Yeah. Um... I'm sorry. It's very distracting. Uh, we had a list. We had a, a, several gifts uh, from listeners at the live show. Thank you all so, so Thank much. you so much. One of the oddest was um, eight VHS copies of assorted uh, Eddie Murphy films on VHS. And I was just sitting here noticing that the Night Professor, the Night Professor Two. Uh, well, they obviously had the same box art. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, but it's also basically the same as Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. Basically, it's like. They were just saying, hey, this is the same movie. It's yeah. just the same thing Let's just again. keep this branding Let's going. Let's keep this brand going. Yeah. What's uh, your family with that? That Murph train will never stop rolling. Never stop the Murph train. I think there's actually nine. I think one might be on the floor. We had some fun with those VHS tapes, I tell you what, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy, did we have some fun with those VHS tapes. I made a fort. You want a Yahoo? Yeah, I guess. Got a Yahoo. Uh, that was sent in by Adam Bash. Thank you, Adam. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Uh, the oh, this- I prefer Adam Franklin. Okay. Um, I got you. Franklin and Bashku, pretty tight. <laughs> pretty tight. I'm Adam Rizzoli, and I'm Adam Isles. <laughs> this Yahoo Answers user asks, My boyfriend gave me a 60-count box of waffles for Christmas. He seems so excited about it, but I don't want to hurt his feelings. And then there's a picture of an Ego Homestyle 60-count waffle box. It's big, man. It's and big. it's name brand. This isn't your off-brand store brand waffles. Yeah, this isn't like... Yum, yum, and yum ones, 60 good time waffles. That's probably a $20 box of waffles. That you think? 
Yeah. That's a 60? Pretty, that's a pretty good value. Pretty good. We're talking about 60? We're talking about $23 waffle meals for a dollar each. I'm trying that's to think cuz I want to say well, like a regular box of Eggos is like what? $3, $4? And that only has four and a half Eggos in it. Mhm. So now we're talking 60, so let me do some Okay, just check it, check it. So yeah, this is you're paying like uh, 6 cents an ounce. This is a this is a tough gift for somebody who struggles with weight. Because you get you get a box of waffles, right? And you're like, well, I'm going to treat myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a waffle. But then you think, well, it's time to get my life together. It's time to lose weight. But then you see, well, waffles I'm not, not going to be losing any weight till this box is empty. Mm-hmm. The diet starts as soon as I pop my last yeah. Eggo. Let's get it down. <laughs> what you do on your deathbed. Yeah. Uh, uh, let go. Uh, my soul. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, then you got to at least eat it down to a nice round number. You gotta say, well, today I'm getting it down to 50. Right. But then you eat one too many at 49. You can't stop at 49. Can no, you, you gotta eat the ugly number. You gotta it's, keep rocking. I like this present because this president is saying, hey, I'm gonna move into your freezer for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep this stuff at your at your place. I wanna keep these waffles at your house. You know, the, 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 she's not, well, she's not adequately impressed by the fact that it, that's a tough wrap. Yeah. That's a tough wrap. You gotta time that. They're not individual <laughs> waffles, Justin. They're in a no, box. He's saying, no, no, he's, saying, he's thinking about their temperature considerations. Oh, I see. Right, right. I don't know what the, paper does for insulation i don't Ooh, know if- what's that inside the freezer did santa leave behind a special <laughs> present i hope it's not a head somebody should check in the freezer what's that puddle underneath the tree did the stand no that's waffle juice <laughs> waffles no. frozen waffle i'm juice. just like wicked bad at presents i guess how does it say how long they've been together no because there's a weird bell curve that right, I think they are. They get worse. You're right. The longer they're in if, the box. But if you've you been together get two weeks, right, and you get them a 60 count, it's like, okay, right, I wasn't expecting anything. We've been together two weeks. If you've been together like 20 years and he gets you like Eggos, it's like, oh, what a fun present because you know how much I love Eggos or this is a fun, ironic joke. But if you've been together like a year and get Eggos, you're done, though. You're no, done. Do you not, I, and then isn't there also a window where it's like, whoa. <laughs> Moving, moving a little fast, huh? <laughs> oh, 60? Whoa. Whoa. I'll start at four and a half. I guess you've got a point. If it was 12 waffles, there is no, there is no, that's fine whenever. It's 12 waffles, I'll give a person on the street 12 waffles. <laughs> right. 60 waffles. Jesus, that's a commitment that's to like, yourself and to waffles. Yeah, that's like, that's like a modern version of giving somebody your apartment key. Like, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. we're always going to have waffles what for a while. What if there's an engagement ring inside one of the waffles? But Ooh. that you won't know for like four months. Because that's how long it's going to take you. To well, fight. unless you get in the first waffle. Oh, no. The object's um, so slim. Well, you say that, but somebody's got to win, and it might as well be you. My mother is an older mom. I'm 22. She's 60. <clears throat> and she recently received a new smartphone from my father as a belated birthday gift. This is all fine and dandy. However, some at the AT&T store turned around to this app with all the obnoxious free ringtones from circa 2006. <laughs> That's my impression of Crazy Frog. Uh, these gems include a Blake Shelton sound like singing Your Hubby is Calling. Give us, some, a, give us a taste of that. Your hubby is calling. <laughs> and a woman shouting, Alert! It's your mother-in-law! Oh, Brothers. Nice. Brothers. I love my mother dearly, but I can't change Another one of her contacts to one of the corresponding tones. Help! That's from Audibly Irate in Austin. That's my city. I don't want to hear that. That's polluting your air. I don't want to be at Whole Foods and hear... Can you... Why don't you make a deal with her? 
that they're all very annoying, so you're going to put them all into one single ringtone that she has to use for everything. Oh, and then she can let's only use it, it when you're calling, because then you'll never be around. Let's give a sampler of what that sound, okay. that would sound like. Three, Ready? two, one. That would be pretty good. I think that would be a pretty good ringtone. And if you want to take that and you want to cut that out, make it a WAV file, yeah, maybe an M4A file, attach that to all our contacts. Maybe a phone. GIF. When maybe. we call you, we want that sound. God, this play. is basically Prairie Home fucking campaign. Or wait, wait, don't fucking tell. Me this <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. This is sucks, and that person at AT and T store should feel bad. Did they upsell them? Why do you no? Probably didn't upsell them on this shitty ringtone. No, it was probably another sixty-year-old. Like, hold, oh, hold up, you gonna hold on, player? What you're were you gonna about love going, this app? You think about going with that? Boom, 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 boom. No, oh, no, put that away. Put Not that away. Though. I got something for you. Ring, ring. I'm a phone. Do you like that? <laughs> I do. I got more where that came from. I do check like that. Hey, check this First out. First taste is free. Check this out. <laughs> no, of course it's not the real Tim Allen. <laughs> I like it though. We couldn't get the real Tim Allen. It's close enough for me. I'm not a bum, proud bum, woman. Bum, bum, That's bum, from bum, bum. You got text. <laughs> you are really. What? You really have your finger on my pulse here. We got, we got Rim Allen. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Rim Allen. Do you know how is in that Zelda, Tim's nephew? <laughs> do you know how in Zelda? There's dark, I don't know. You've lost me already. I'm a six year like, old woman. There's Dark Link. Mm-hmm. That's what Rim Allen is. <laughs> Rim Allen is Dark Link? Uh, for Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. of Tim Allen, there's a He's metaphor. Shadow okay. World version. You got any other ringtones on there? Am I going to have to pay? These are probably like $100, right? I'm probably going to pay $100 for this ringtone app. <laughs> $100 a ringtone? $100 a ringtone. How many bitcoins does this How cost? Much you, I hear my grandchildren talk about it. How much would you expect to pay in bitcoins for this ringtone oh, app? Oh, Christ. Four kilobytes. <laughs> At least four kilobytes. Um, can you? I mean, you can delete it. And she'll never find it. She won't find she'll it She'll never find it again. But then when somebody calls her, it's just going to be like, oh. <laughs> Read another question. Not a lot of people sent... So I got some great yahoos this week, but not a lot of people sent in yahoos. I guess they were celebrating the Christ child. Uh, my desk is located next to both the kitchen and mailboxes at work. Um, I have a young co-worker who literally every time she walks past my desk, asks in a sing-song voice, how's it going? And actually expects an answer. At first, I answered her honestly, but lately, I've been getting annoyed, and we'll just say, fine, it's going fine. Or, oh, you know, brothers, can you help me come up with some different ways to answer this woman who demands to know how it's going five to eight times a day? And that's from, it's going freaking (laughs) fine in Columbus. Bless you, we had a genuine... My brother, my brother, and me sneeze on the same. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Can't edit that one over out because we are recording one track. Um, I think this is why people come up with idioms. I think it's why our dad speaks almost exclusively in idioms at this point. He he is basically just a ringtone app of idioms at this point because you just want to have fun stuff to say. Like, how's it going? Fire and frogs here split four ways. That's what that is. You realize that, That's right? a good jam. Split, fire the frog's hair, split four ways, and if you want to get a little fancy, if you can nail the execution, split four ways and sand it down. Now, that's a harder... That's a <laughs> you harder, gotta nail the dismount. You gotta nail the dismount. It's gonna be hard to make that frog stand, that stand The good fair. thing about fire the frog's hair is, if you don't know it, and you probably don't, the person's still kind of like chewing on it, and you have plenty of time to push them over and run away. Yeah. Mm. You can push them into an open trash can and then run. Is it I'll be so confused. Is it possible she's just been waiting for you to turn it around and she's not doing so hot? 
and you don't say like, well, no, how are you? And then she's just got a break. And she's like, oh my god. I'm glad you asked. I'm I'm the so worst. Nice. I've been waiting. I'm the worst. Is she doing like a Joey from Friends? Like, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Once more? How's it going? <laughs> he got worse. Joey's melting. Joey's melting. I'm Joey the Giant. <laughs> Um, if you had caught it, if you had asked us in like season one, my brother, my brother, me, I probably would have said something funny and like, but this is like nothing. This is a non-issue. Like when did, what season are we in now? And when did season one I think end? I Candlelight Special is our season one finale, which mm-hmm. by the way, thanks for tuning into the thrilling season premiere, season two. <laughs> <laughs> I, Someone dies. Someone flies. Save the cheerleader, save the world. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like this is like. She's asking how's it going, and she just happens to be the other person that's kind of interested in the answer. Like, there's way worse people that you will encounter in work. Like, that's not that bad. But, but you have to give it up for the fact that this person got the worst desk, right? Is right next to oh, all I, the shit. It's a high traffic area. You don't want that. You want a secret <laughs> cubbyhole. How, how else are you going to look at... Funny videos on E-Bomb's world. Can you just respond like, it's going great, thanks for asking, every time. And like... And try to wear her down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you have to do it in like a pleasant, like I'm not like, oh, it's fine, thanks for asking. It's like, fine, thanks for asking. Fine, thanks for asking. Pleasant, but exactly the same. Yeah, But that's not, that's... That is not going to have the desired effect. I feel like if you drop a fire in the frog's hair, split four ways and stand it down. Every time she asks you, she is going to stop asking you. No, because then up. you're the funny, cute one who uses that. And now That's it's a thing pleasurable. between the two of you. No. Yeah. And you always say like, oh, how's it going? Fire in the frog's hair, split four ways. You, She's like, That's our thing. You do that eight times a day for a year. You're not a cute, funny one. You're a cyberman. Oh, can you do it just flat? Like, no fact. Like, than frog's, frog's hair, hair, split four ways. Oh, Why don't you look her dead in the eye? And grab her, grab her necktie, and pull her real close. Okay. Is this Paula Poundstone? <laughs> <laughs> grab her necktie, pull her real close, and just get in her ear and say, "Diarrhea." Okay. <laughs> Every time. A little added effect there. Justin went beyond the pop filter. Go beyond the pop filter again. Diarrhea. Can you tell the difference? There was a little bit of pop there and some diarrhea. <laughs> you want to Yahoo? Yeah. Yahoo was sent in by Drew Davenport. Let's all get really comfortable with each other, okay? Thanks, Drew Davenport. You are a miracle boy. Uh, it's asked by Yahoo Answers user. That sense he's finally starting to kick in, huh? Oh, That's yeah. Nice. It does not smell like poop in here as much anymore, so thank yeah. you for that. We're, we're recording in the same room that my uh, cat litter box is, and usually I'm very diligent about cleaning up, but you know, it's the holidays. You let things slide. You wrap them up as presents. You wrap them up as presents. You feed me your baby. Uh, Amy Sue Harris asks, I know, uh, dry hump advice? I know it sounds stupid, but for a 15-year-old hormone-enraged girl who can't go on the pill and whose boyfriend isn't ready, it's a pretty smart way to pleasure both of us. This person is 32. Pretty new to our relationship, though, and I have some questions. How do I position ourselves so it's like his... (laughs) That's what it says. Uh, is rubbing right against my... So it's more enjoyable. And is it better as fast and hard? And what's the best way to do it? Usually I wear tights and he wears jeans. Tips? Thank you. (sighs) Valerie, clear our schedule. We're doing (laughs) the rest of the show about how to teach teens on dry humping. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Is this legal hot waters? Because this is a 15-year-old. 
Okay. No, because it's not a 15-year-old griffin. This is not worded how a 15-year-old would ask. When you say things like, his ahem and my ahem, this is a 40-year-old woman. Trying to dry hump a 15-year-old yeah, boy. Yeah, like, hey, I need some tips. Now, that'll sound weird if I say I'm a 40-year-old trying to hump a 15-year-old. Yeah, try that might oh, sound I a bit know. weird. Oh, I know. I'll say I am also 15. Here. Um, let's just give general dry hump advice into the ether. And then if it hits the 15-year-old, cool, cool. If they we'll catch it, it, like, dry how humping long, butterflies. How long can we give dry hump advice to teens before our wives come in? At least one is like, stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Guys. Stop it. No. Stop it. Uh, dry scissoring. <laughs> just like lead off with that that's Justin? good for placement you know what I like a nice side by side dry hump where you just rub your legs together like crickets and you get some friction in your jeans yeah fire hazard though you gotta watch out for that oh yeah don't get no sandpaper in there Ooh, you're saying it's preheat the oven by rubbing your zone to get it super friction hot and then you touch it gingerly against it <laughs> no that's how you build up static electricity and then you poke them in the face and shock them some dudes like that that's all I'm saying. Some dudes are in that. One thing is you can put a sandpaper patch on your front of your jeans, mm-hmm. and that can give you some really good traction when you're dry humping. You know what? <laughs> what I like is the old sit and spin. Oh, you, yeah? Yeah, where you both sit on sit and spins and just play with them. I like the double wrecking ball. How's that work? Let me think. <laughs> you got to be on some sort of swing, some sort of rope lever attached to the ceiling and then the two of you just sort of go like this and you just sort of swing into each other over and over again like that's pretty good you just smash it together how about the mortar and pestle and that's where you dry hump but you put some um you put some barley down there and you grind it up when you're done and when you're done you have ground up barley i i like the kind of dry humping where you dry hump so hard that i guess some stuff just got through or at least that's what i told my gynecologist wow what a, cool a lot sentence. going on there I think that one of my, uh, the weirdest things about dry humping is I feel like it has, it's... What are the weirdest things about dry humping? No, There's no, no, a no, sentence I want to hear my middle brother say, hit me. I'm just thinking about, like, that there must be, like, kind of that age of, you know, innocence. Because there has to be a point where, like, you suddenly go, what are we doing? What are we like, doing? Like, this is too dry! What, what, <laughs> this is, this is dumb. And it's like, I doubt very much that there are, like, 40-year-old people being like, hey... Let's just dry hump tonight. Like, because then you're just looking going, what are we... Hey, I got an idea to spice things up. What are we doing? Let's reduce the moisture. Let's just... (laughs) What are we doing? And so it's it's almost like this very innocent, but also very weird thing. Uh, You know how much it would please me? If Dave, to dry hump? <laughs> just right now for probably once. Probably not. To just feel young not again. not like a lot. Just like, do you think people ever dry hump for the novelty of feeling young again? Yeah. Just like the same way you'd like... Um, Go to see a, a a Backstreet Boys reunion tour and dry hump and dry hump, <laughs> and dry hump all the Backstreet Boys in sequence just to feel you. Wait, in what sequence? What? <laughs> What's the proper sequence? Yeah, I will unlock the, the Pharaoh's tomb. <laughs> okay, it's it's JC, uh-huh. Tori, uh-huh. Jody, okay, December, uh huh, Big Ralph. Okay, if you do it in that order. <laughs> you... Sorry, was one of them called December? <laughs> yeah, December was one of them. Uh, Tori, Jody, December, Big Ralph, Chazes, and Chazes. <laughs> they gotta all go brothers. back. You sweep back around. That's the sea, guys. Sorry, nobody's popped up in the tomb, and why Justin's gonna be a very rich man very soon. Very rich with locusts. Uh, you gotta swoop back around and get JC again. So can you imagine the the uh, the last? By that point, you will have worn holes in your jeans. Oh, right. Sure. The last five minutes of our show being transcribed 
and Dave Barry just hands it to his editor. <laughs> like, this is my new book. It is. Weird stuff about dry humping by Dave <laughs> Barry. I'm not sure, Dave. I don't think you've got a hit. Forward by J.C. Chazet. <laughs> please leave me alone. Please, please, please. please. I don't know where the treasure is. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. Please stop dry humping. I me. haven't dry humped in months. Stop talking about me. <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth when you're talking about dry humping. <laughs> What are, what are some other great things to say about dry humping out loud? <laughs> it's better than impact humping. Is uh, dry humping, it does, is that a gateway, do you think? You, you can, go from dry humping to, like, arid humping? Yeah, you gotta uh, make right. sure it's the gateway in the right direction. Yeah. Dehydrated humping. And then you got, you got, you have to get your electrolytes. Yeah. You can't oh be. Oh my god. Oh, Talc- so easy. Don't try, don't try to dry hump without talking powder on hand. Something. Something. Should we get the money time? I feel like we're already there. <laughs> this week, talcum powder. Put it down there, you have to. Guys, we have a uh, a return of a of a classic sponsor, and this is one that I'm I'm real big into. One month. Here's a fact. Yachts Brown. Have we made that joke yet? No. Finish no. it. Yachts Brown. Yum, yachts. It's a fucking damn. Scores are barren. Guys, get it. Yeah. If you want a chicken. If you want to code a, a website that demands the death of Griffin McElroy for the last 15 seconds chicken of audio. Chicken cannot, you cannot kill me. <laughs> I open the Pharaoh's tomb and I'm invincible. <laughs> Watching the spouse with the lights on. That lyric Coding. <laughs> Coding was the most in-demand job skill of 2014. As one of them, as peanut brittle will be 2015. You heard it here first. I'm guessing. Uh, here's 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 my here's my thing to you. Okay, your 2014 was a little rough. Fine, 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 fine. Are you talking to everyone? Because it was pretty much rough for. Yeah, but hey, you know how we're gonna fix it. We're all gonna learn how to code. We're gonna code our way right out of here. <laughs> this is in 2015. You're gonna learn how to code with one month Rails. Imagine you could build your website overnight. Imagine that your resume could stand out when you're applying for so a job. Now I'm imagining. One month Rails is the easiest way to learn how to code. You can learn Ruby on Rails, HTML, CSS, Git. I don't know what Git is. Git, Git, Git. Uh, you can learn all that stuff. I have. So you say to all the bugs in your code. Git. I have done a one month course uh, on HTML. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew a little bit beforehand, but it, it was a really good. I mean, not just a refresher because HTML has changed so much since I made the uh, the web page, the GeoCities web page for my band of Viso. Mm-hmm. In the oh, mid nineties, it's changed since then. You say so yeah, is the band. Changed. So is your band of Visa. Yeah, our sound has very much evolved in that we have been dormant for fifteen by, years. But by the way, Justin is Panda Bear. All right. Uh, so uh, it, it is a really super easy way. They break it down to where it's like a half hour every day, thirty minutes. You dip in, you do the, the lesson for that day. The biggest problem I had was honestly stopping because sometimes I wanted to do another lesson because they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got other classes too. Uh, one month iOS to help you build an iPhone app. Whoa, I want to do that one. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, one month growth hacking. That's to uh, get like GBH. <laughs> and there's one month uh, HTML. Um, I I took the class. Like I said, it's it's great. Uh, thirty minutes for thirty days, and then you will have this new skill. I'm totally gonna do that app one. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, do an app. Fuck I'm it. gonna make an app. 
Because uh, that's what the world needs is more apps. And how do they do it? Uh, you go to one month dot com slash my brother. Now, typically your room is going to be ninety nine dollars, but if you join now, you're going to get a one time discount of twenty five percent off, which I think is going to be like twenty four dollars and ninety six cents. One month is the is the service. Again, that address is one month dot com slash my brother. Uh, you are really going to like one month a lot. Let's let's turn around twenty fifteen. You've earned it. Here's a call to action. Assemble and check out SlashCG.com. Ship just got real. I guess that's the tagline for it. I think uh, it's for, sure, for like friendship. Or relationship. Oh, okay. Uh, Games by Playdate is excited to release The Blanks, a customizable expansion for the hit party game Slash Ooh. Romance Without Boundaries. Put yourself, your friends, and... <coughs> oh, God. It's Kush. Uh, <laughs> uh, put yourself, your friends, and your frenemies in a one true pairing with your favorite pop culture figures. Why not add Orb, Glass Shark, Tiny Amelie, or Edward Snowden to your evening of improv slash fic? I don't know who any of those things are or what they're referring to. Mabimbam won't care that you've got them making pretend romance to She-Ra or Rasputin, probably. Well, uh... True love can't be stopped by time, space, logic, or literary canon. Hey, you- fuck Fuck the shit out of Rasputin. I don't give a damn. Games I played it. They're they're great. They've been big supporters of our show, uh, and we're huge fans of theirs. Uh, they sent me a couple games and everything, just out of the goodness of their heart. Uh, there's a Shakespeare game that they sent me that I cannot wait to play. They made a Sawbones game. Mm-hmm. They made what? Thirteen Dead and Drive. They made that board game <laughs> and then sent it back in time. Kerplunk. By the way, guys, I have Thirteen Dead and Drive. You want to play some fucking Thirteen Dead? Uh, guys? No, stop the show now. No copy of Thirteen Dead and Drive has ever worked once. That yeah. game is busted. It's slash, a combination of Clue and Mousetrap. Enjoy it, and broken shit. So check out slash cg dot com. Ship just got real. Just got another message for Toby, and it's from Zach Sasha. Another message for Toby. Yep, he just keeps getting them. We've probably done a Toby message at some point. It's from Toby. Zach, Sasha, and Jake who say, Dear Toby slash Dink Joe slash Swade. 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 Congratulations on being born 27 goat years ago. You read so many books, know so many things, and frown so much. We, not Zach, adore your curls, wow. your feminine cardigans, and your obnoxious tea- shoes. I said tees, but your, your tees are probably fucked up, too. <laughs> your bi-weekly grumpy visits almost make up for you moving out, and we're all proud of your literary success and smoke-free lungs. Love. 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 Sorry about, sorry about your curls. Toby, it sounds like you're getting your life together vis-a-vis smoking. I do wish you would smile. Turn that frown upside down. Turn that frown hey, upside down. You don't have to worry about nicotine stains anymore. Let's get that smile going. Hey, baby girl. Hey. hey. Show me that Show smile. me that. Sh- no, it's right here. Okay. Show, me, show, show me, me that, that smile. smile. Show me that smile. Let me try. Smile. No, it's up right Show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. We know we're near we the know end. The best is ready to begin. Ooh, as long as we got each other, we are the world's winning right in our hands, baby. You and me. We gotta be the luckiest dreamers who never quit dreaming. 
That we just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, boys. I'm Alan Thick, and all of you are going to prison for a long time. I'm Canada's Alan Thick. Please don't remind anyone I'm related to Thick. Oh my God, it's my daughter. Hi, Charlie hey, Gale. Hey, Charlie Gale. In her third costume of the day. <laughs> wow. You already? just keep on pooping and spitting. Pooping and spitting. Yeah, pooping and spitting. Okay. Uh, Pooped right, pooped right through it. Pooped right through it. Just like we're doing to this show. We, welcome to Mabim Bam. We pooped right, right through our clothes. Welcome to Mabim Bam. Our let's just get 45 minutes of audio <laughs> containing anything ever. Uh, Did we books. just sing the Growing Pain theme song? I don't know. I blacked out. That ain't, that ain't a good 90 seconds. That was great. Hey, everyone. We're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie, and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast, a podcast about words that sound like other words, a podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one, a podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie, or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out and talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! I work for a small company. My only everyday coworker is my boss's daughter. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't. It, th- Starring Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> we recently moved into a small office, roughly 10 by 15, and whatever perfume, body spray, or whatever is just overwhelming. To make it worse, she's a germaphobe and applies similarly scented hand sanitizer at least every hour. I'm sitting next to her right now, and I have such a headache because of the smell. To be clear, the scent itself is not unpleasant, but it it's the perfume-volume-to-space ratio that's causing the problem. I've made subtle, general remarks. She's obviously not picking up on those. What's the best way to approach this situation? Do I confront her about it, or do I find a way to make my experience less miserable? That's from Stunk Out in St. Louis. You gotta overstink her. You have to outstink the stinker. You gotta do it. You gotta you gotta fight those waves of force with a few of your own. And what? How? Go negative. Well, you take take the campaign Somehow negative. Anti smell. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing: she's already a fan of like the positive smells. You know, she's doing the scents. She's doing the perfumes. You gotta go negative. You gotta take the campaign negative. <laughs> are you talking about stinky bad smells? Or are you talking about negative smell? Things that things that. Possess no smell no, and destroy. some activated carbon in the air. Yeah, something or maybe just go like steaks, like a hearty, like a, a like steak a, salad. Yeah, like you get like a steak. You know, you get like a uh, more of a savory smell to, right. come, to combat a, the sweet. Get a steak candle, uh huh, and replace the pretty stink with a right angry stink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you could uh, you could do one thing. I've seen commercials for like. Like uh, Febreze air spray, and the according to commercials, he just like grabs the smell out of the air and tackles it and brings it down. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could try that because scientifically that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. The Febreze grabs the stink. It, stink. it makes a bubble around the stink and oh, it brings gosh. it down. And now you're in the carpet. 
Now it's like no no air. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. No air? You know. The Febreze no airs. Don't spray too much in an enclosed space. <laughs> because it'll depressurize My, and you'll be sucked out of the chamber. Can you put a giant air purifier on your desk and then when she looks, just give her like a facial expression like, yeah. P.U. P.U. Did you say you have an allergy? That's like a oh. thing. Oh, an allergy. That's good. That's so good. Do you know what I just thought of? Is it better than an allergy? Because you... It's a different avenue. Okay. Tell her that you read on the internet that all of these hand-scented lotions and perfumes contain this germ that in like 10% of people is causing some kind of skin infection or skin irritation. Oh, so you... you that her comeuppance yeah. for for her germophobia is that you're going to force her to lean into her germophobia. Okay, so you... you give me that and I'll you be... You want to co- gaslight this poor I'll be, woman. I'll be stinky coworker. You give me that and I'll let's just see how it goes. Okay. Can I get some coffee while you guys are doing this little play? No, you Perfect. Can't. You got to be here as the boss. You got to be here. You, you, have yeah, to be, yeah. you have to be this woman's father. You're the Drew Carey. Okay. Listen, you you two have a good day working. I'll be I'll getting a few rounds of golfing. Well, you can't see here. in this fiction. The boss's half of the boss's mouth is sewn shut. <laughs> apparently, yeah, we work for Harvey Dent. It was a golf accident. <laughs> have a good work day, kitten. Don't let this man take away your good smells. Okay, so the... <laughs> remember, he says that as he leaves. Remember what mommy said about a, a good, clean girl smells like roses and we, flowers and sound and breeze. We asked you to be the Drew Carey. You're kind of being the Colin Mockery right now. Okay. Give me the, give me the pitch. Oh, hey, did you... I read... I think it was on Facebook, maybe, I'm or like still BuzzFeed. in the door frame. they found it, like... I'm watching this from the door frame. You like, better nail it. Point one percent of people have like an allergic reaction. It's something to do with like this drug or like a germ or something they found in these hand lotions. Okay, and- hold, hold hold on just a second. I just googled it. You're lying. <laughs> if you're gonna be this bossy, my daughter, you better have a ring in your pocket. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? You better be proposing marriage if you would dare take away her good smell. Uh. <laughs> She's Daddy's little flower girl. How about a Yahoo? You're a Yahoo out of this office. Did I just get fired? Yeah, you both did. Sorry, Kitten. <laughs> He's too deep in the fiction. You should have known not to get embroiled with a man like this. We're going to have to chloroform. Tell you reset. how to live your smell. Somebody put the factory reset on <laughs> Don't let any man steal Somebody your smell. Somebody hold Justin's power button for five seconds until the LED You're breaks. a strong she uh-huh. Don't let any man steal your smell. Okay, Travis, I think you need to take the fuse out of the power box. Okay, okay here we go. So it's in by Mark Doresnik and a few other people. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user... Samantha, who asks, I'm throwing a sexy Santa party. Mm. Every year, my boyfriend and I throw some sort of Christmas party. Last year, we did a kind of dress-up dinner party, but we were thinking of doing a sexy Santa party this year and having everyone wear their sexiest PJs. Any Why Santa, then? Any ideas of other things we can do to make the party sexy? Oh, we are in our early 20s. Fucking, of course. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, In case that helps. I can pinpoint your birth month from this question. Uh, Sexy Santa party. Uh, Santa's already sexy. Yeah, he's a man who is very giving and responsible and Mm -hmm. takes care of, like, yeah. Here's my question. How, How do you propose this to your friend in a way that, all of your friends, in a way that they don't go... Do you want to see my bitch? Do you want to see my, like, dick? Is my... that what's up? Like, how do you say, like, I thought a really fun party would be, like, we all wear see-through clothes and stuff. Bring... Ha <laughs> get it? B-Y-O-B. But the last B stands for bush. 
because I want to see it. I want to see it. want to see that bush. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Show me your Christmas bush. Show me your Christmas bush and bring a covered dish. But you know what? Here, I, I was just thinking that I remember some parties like in college that are like the anything but clothes parties or like that idea of like it was a thing where like you uh, people when you're young I almost remember people used to dress sexy to go to things on purpose is that a thing did that happen I or am I dreaming it's it? like a it's like a it's like a eyes wide shut invitation orgy you can't send something out saying hey come on give up you got it's got to be th- veiled it's got to be thickly thickly veiled they have to be like is this going to be an orgy or is it not? You can't be like, come on and bring your bush. You can't do that. You can't put that on invitation. You can't do it. I can't, won't let you do it. You I won't let you do it. You can't let somebody just bring their own bush. No. Uh, this sucks. Bush optional. Why is it sexy Santa if they're wearing PJs? You're waiting for Santa sexily. Oh, then they call it Santa Baby. No, that that could be misleading. People could show up as giant Santa Baby. Do you think Santa actually still comes down the chimney of, like, five houses a year, and he picks it based on this very specific criteria? Like, uh-oh, bush party. <laughs> Gotta get down. You know, well, okay. on the list. If he doesn't, I think we've proved that he doesn't exist, because, like, mm-hmm. those would be the parties that I'd stop at. Come down the chimney, like, bush, 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 mm-hmm. bush, bush, cool. Y'all been naughty. And then he <laughs> If you want... You and all your young, attractive friends to be basically naked together. Don't drag Santa into it. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what I'm saying. This is all pretense to Santa to like Christmas time follies. I want to think that this is like their sixth year hosting this party, and they've put up with boring ass themes for five years, just building up like the equity to be able to get all their friends naked. I would worry about if you call it a sexy Santa party, you're going to have people show up with like. Just ripped red overalls, like to show their muscles coming through, and yeah, like a yeah. like not a beard so much as like a you know stubble, like white stubble, and just shredded. Wait, why is that a worry? Wait, hold on, you're worried about throwing a sexy clothes party is that people show but sexy clothes. Justin's drooling right now. Are you just painting erotic fiction for our listeners right yeah. now about Santa? That's ASMR right there. No, it wasn't. <laughs> It was ASMR, right? Basically, no. With people, have you guys noticed? The more we talk about ASMR, the more defensive people get about ASMR, and the more demand that there is for it. For it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's upsetting. Okay. Y'all welcome. Y'all I mean, I, welcome. You, you're you're throwing stones at a glass house right now because that's like your jam, and you can't. I don't get it. militant about it though. Okay. No. Oh, are you sad now? This Christmas, I received the same gifts from my parents and my boyfriend's parents after they shopped for my Amazon wish list. I don't want to upset either of them by returning the gifts they chose, but I also don't need two pairs of the same shoes. Should I let one of them know I'm returning their gift, or should I keep it on the down low and thank them each for the gifts for returning one of the duplicates? That's for ruining our returns. Do you fucking need our... Like, did you come all the way down to our office for this? Should I get free money, or should I just put things in garbage can? What are you saying? What are you talking about? I will say... How did you get past our secretary? Let me say... <laughs> congratulations... On opening that second present and pulling it off. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a challenge every year. You open that second present and you have that split second rushes through your brain like, oh, I got this. What do I say? Oh, my God, this is so... I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then you pull out of that nosedive and you're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Thank you. It's crazy. It's exactly what I wanted. Two, I say you keep it. What? You got a backup. Have a backup. 
have a bad my greatest fear in any at any point in my life is that one of my wonderful material possessions will be ruined so we'll take one of your many belongings and then and so knowing that I've got a backup material possession will put me at ease put me at ease and just the having of oh having things having things is so great you've got one whole thing just to do whatever you want with It was about packages. It was about tags. Grinch brings your shit back, and it's like, we already bought new <laughs> shit, so now we've got two of the shits. It's a Christmas miracle. And this has been Travis's Grinch. <laughs> we've got so many who bangers. <laughs> That's one of the things I've Yo, got. what's up, party people? I got another got another who banger coming at you. Get on the floor. <laughs> now pass that who hash. <laughs> Let's give one up. <laughs> Put your titties on the roast beast. Put your titties on the roast beast? You said that with your mouth. (laughs) Don't put your titties on the roast beast. That's not where they go. We done? We done. We done. Listen, this has been My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. We hope you had a lot of fun listening. Kind of a truncated one, but you know, it's the holidays and you should just count yourself lucky to get anything Well, don't say that. Handle it. <laughs> Travis and Teresa are, are late for a Christmas appointment. We're trying to get them out mm-hmm. the dough. Uh, so uh, thank you for for hanging in there with us. We we appreciate you uh, listening to the program and 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 laughing along with us and learning and growing. Uh, we hope you had a great uh, holiday season. We uh, thank you to people who, by the way, bought tickets to uh, see us in L.A. That show is sold out, from Correct. what I understand. Uh, believe there are still some tickets to see us with JJ Go in San Francisco. Uh, so you can buy those. Uh, Trav, do you remember the bit.ly you it's created? It's bit.ly forward slash M-B-M-B-A-M sketchfest. Okay. Not, okay. Uh, so you can find those tickets and uh, buy those <laughs> if you want to see us in San Francisco. And we'll be announcing new live shows probably within a month or so. Yeah. Uh, some folks who came to our um, our live show in Huntington had actually traveled from areas that they uh, are well, that we will be in yeah. shortly. So that was kind so of that awkward. Maybe Switzerland. Yeah, maybe Switzerland. Who knows? Uh, but so keep an eye out for that. You know, if you if you're not a big social media person or whatever. Just follow us, just us, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, you know. Tweet information out tweet that people can consume. Tweet information out that you can consume want. and use however you want. Okay. Uh, Griffin, do you have any thank yous? Uh, yeah, I want to thank John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. You can find that wherever fine music is sold. Saw a few people tweet uh, pictures of them getting the vinyl for Christmas, which is very, very exciting. I also own that vinyl. And boy, is it waxy. Um, oh, I also want to say, oh, um, oh. the uh, podcast that I do with my friend Andy Bolt, Bunker Buddies, the comedy uh, comedy survival podcast, we're doing a live show with Jordan Jesse Go at UCB Franklin in Los Angeles on January 6th. Um, it's at 11 p.m. and tickets are only $5. If you go to bit.ly forward slash LA Bunker Buddies, you can get tickets there. So we hope you come out and see us. It's our first live show. And we're really excited. Uh, also, listen to uh, other podcasts on the Max Fun Network. Jordan Jesse Go, stop podcasting yourself, throwing shade, the goose down, uh, song exploder, uh, risk. There's there's all kinds of free entertainment. Let's not forget about Sawbones, Sawbones, and the Adventure Zone, our new Dungeons and Dragons podcast that we do with our dad. There's a new episode going up this Thursday that I'm very excited about. 
uh, both, all three of you guys actually do some really dope shit in yeah, this episode. Yeah, th- this was the episode that marks the point where we forgot we were doing a comedy silly game, and all three well, got really into it. It gets pretty silly. You guys forget some of the antics we got up to, but yeah, there's also nice. some dope adventure shit in there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's this Thursday. Tune in. We're only like three episodes deep, so it's still, you still have time to get on board. It's really fun. I've seen a lot of people say they've never played D&D before. Listen to it. Uh, it's got a lot of crossover appeal. And, and if you decide to play D&D as a result, please tell Wizards of the Coast so they'll send us some money. Yeah, I guess. Or at least some campaign books. Or some campaign books or just merch. Uh, you got a noisy baby in there. I hope that we're not picking up the baby's box. Baby singing. Yeah, baby just spreading the word. Uh, that, so that's going to do young for us. Alan Thicke. Thank you so much uh, for, for listening to the program. Uh, we hope you've had fun and we're going to miss you. We hope you have a great uh, this is the last time. Oh, twenty. We got to figure it out. This is the last time we're going to talk to you in uh, twenty thirteen or no, no. twenty. Oh. oh my god! What was our shit? What was twenty fourteen? Oh no! What was it? I mean, whatever it was, we didn't fulfill it. Let's be honest. This and year just was, say it was twenty vor- twenty forward. Twenty forward. Twenty fourteen. It was twenty fourteen though. If we're being I watched honest. a boar video that somebody made of a big fox lady swallowing him up. And it was spliced in with brace yourselves colonoscopy videos, or oh, perhaps no. an endoscopy. Daddy, no, like daddy, no, daddy, like, daddy, daddy no, did no. not like. Suddenly, the subject of war became much less funny overnight. Uh, Just like that. So we have uh, we have votes from listeners. Uh, not that they get to vote for 2015. Uh, what we're hearing right now. Here are the here are the the teen choices. Uh, in in the order, team choice Jim Carrey again from, from wins the, from the from bottom best up. Kiss. 2015. What's that mean? Seriously, does anybody else smell that? Mm-hmm. 2015, 20 Swifteen, okay, like 2015, okay. 20 Blisteen, 20 mm. Milfteen, never stop getting it. 20 Lifteen, raise someone's spirits. 20 What If Teen, imagine the possibilities. <laughs> 20 Gifteen, share the wealth. 20 Spliffteen. Oh my god, I forgot about 20 Spliffteen. I'm gonna 420 so hard. 20 Thrifteen. Okay. And the number one, and what I think should be the official. Grifteen. 20 Grifteen, the con is on. 2015, 20 Grifteen, the con is on all year long. So wait, we need to fucking get out the blueprints right now and start planning this heist. This is, the con is on next year in 20 Grifteen. So we hope to see you there. Thank you for being with us through 20 Forward slash 2014. Uh, and, sorry uh, we didn't do it. Sorry that we didn't. I don't know. I feel like we moved forward we significantly. Moved the ball. We, yeah. we, we moved the change. Griffin, one last time. I Yahoo. swallowed lots of men. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a tie, really. It's a false up. Griffin. Um, this final Yahoo was sent in by, how appropriate, Drew Davenport. The beginning and the end. Thank you, Drew Davenport. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ross, who asks, Oh, I navigated away from the page. Ross asks, how hard can you twerk without dying? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. My brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, I'm Taco, the elven magician. Merle High Church here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnside, the fighter. Did you guys like that? 
Did you, the listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for the Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun, in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged role-playing experience. <laughs> you can catch it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's for Dungeons & Dragons, but with family. <laughs>